Welcome back, everyone. This is the Flow Track Podcast on a Wednesday. I'm Kevin. He is Gordon. Welcome into the studio. Our email address is flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Write in, guess my PR, internet coach, or any other questions or comments you have. We have a internet coach and a guess my PR submission for today. I'm very excited about this one. I will be reading it to you, so hopefully you're ready to both give some good advice and predict. It's the same person that wrote in for both segments, so oh, very efficient. double feature. Very efficient, yeah. Dude, this is amateur hour right here. You're playing our YouTube video on the podcast. Come on. Well, I need to make sure I'm monitoring comments. Shout out to Tampa Eagle. First one in. Good afternoon, everybody. He pivoted from good morning, everybody. Showing some agility there. Uh, yeah, we're talking about Women's Athlete of the Year as well. You're going to talk about Medicom. Of course, it's a huge cross-country meet, so get ready for that. And uh, World Champs selection process. we got all sorts of things to talk about. We will say this is going to be a unique podcast because you don't have an earpiece in. But you do, correct? But I do. So okay. I can hear Colt. You can't. That's okay. So whatever Colt says on the pod, you won't know what he said until after the fact when you listen back. Because you listen back to all of our pods, right? I did, and that's why I got mad because the air conditioner was super loud last time, and now it's not on in here. We're in the studio for those of you listening and not watching. And now it's hot or hotter. So I guess I got to choose one lane and be happy with it. I can't be mad at the temperature. It's not that hot. It's definitely warmer. You're not feeling it? No. Okay. Let's talk about women's athlete of the year. We already talked about this. We but, talked about a nauseum. Yeah. I, but they which put, I don't, do not spell that word. Ad nauseum. nauseum I, yeah. is it, oh, it's, oh, it's an A. Ad. Ad. A-D space and then nauseum. Oh, okay. It's two, okay. two separate. I know that. Two separate words. That's okay. Uh, let's sort it up there. These are the 10 final the nominees, I guess. They, they're going to nominate nominees and then they're going to narrow it down to five finals. We already discussed this ad nauseum, as Gordon said. But here are the 10 women that are nominated. Toby Amazon, Chase Ely, Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, Kimberly Garcia, Shrika Jackson, Faith Kipiegon, Yaroslava Mahuchek, Sydney McLaughlin, Shawnee Mitlewebo, and Yulamar Rojas. They're going to get it down to five, and then from there, they will select the winner. No surprises here. When you go 10 deep, you're going to include a lot of people that wouldn't have been on anybody's short list. But all the names that we mentioned before are in here. One thing that's unique with the women this year, as we mentioned, very deep. A lot of these women have very, very strong cases to make. And even getting it down to five is going to be hard with this list because you're going to have to leave off some combination, I think, of either Amusan, Kip Yegon, or Sharika Jackson, I think, is going, to be, is going to be out. I mean, who would you say are the locks to make the final five? Before we get into any of this, I want to talk about this graphic. You like it? It looks like a Christmas wreath or like a clock. It's one of the cooler graphics I've ever seen okay. for to announce the nominees for World <laughs> Athletics. I mean, look, it looks cool. It's very circular. Yep. You know, it's kind of like you can maybe see similarities between like, okay, at 3 o'clock you have Kip Yegon, you know, <laughs> at 7.15 you have Sydney going mm -hmm. into the 8 o'clock hour. You got yeah, you know, Shelly and Fraser yeah, yeah. Price. Yeah. You know, it's like all around the clock. I mean – it's pretty cool. I mean, if you start your, I mean, when you start, your, what time do you wake up? Are are you a person that wakes up around Sydney? Do you wake up around Shelley and Fraser Price, or are you like me who probably wakes up around Rojas at like eleven a.m.? <laughs> yeah, probably more on the Amusan side, a little bit. Oh like yeah, four, with kids. Six. Yeah, yeah kids, a little bit yeah. before six. Okay, so who do you think are locks? And let's because we've given our opinions on this. Yes. So let's instead of saying who we think, who do you think will be? In that top five, like who do you think will be? So it's selected? not opinion; it is. Well, it's, pre your, it's predicting. It's your opinion of who you think they're going to pick. They're going to pick, and it's fifty percent. Wait, how, what the breakdown here is? We got on the bottom of the sheet here. It's going to be fifty percent World Athletics Council, then World Athletics Family, twenty-five percent, and then the public vote is twenty-five percent. The public vote is via social media. Okay. But anyway, whoa, whoa, whoa. World Athletics Council. Who are yeah. who are they? People. Who are those people? Yeah, I'm guessing that's the Council of World Athletics. So it's just like Sepco and company. Yeah. Okay. Then who's World Athletics Family? Family. You know the family. Is it like the cousin or like the <laughs> aunt and uncle of the council? Like what's going on? It's like one Uncle Bill, like in Serbia, being like, yeah, I think yeah. big fan of yeah. Rojas. Yeah, put her on there. Not sure. Not sure where the dividing line is. So is there the a media? Is media being? 
Media is not involved. I'm guessing media would be involved into World Athletics family. I'm guessing there's some people who are in World Athletics family. See, this frustrates me. Okay, you're not on. You're not getting a vote. Why aren't we in their family? That's we're not in anybody's. You're not. You don't get a vote in anything. I right? know. What? And it bothers you. I think we should. I think we need to use this podcast to pitch we're, that we should have. How long you been working here? We should be adopted into the World Athletics family. That's how, what I'm looking for. How long you been doing this? He's been I've watching been doing, track for like a decade. How long have you been doing this? I've been, I've, been, I've been here for nine years. Okay. And how many votes do you have? I've had zero votes. I don't know if this podcast is going to be the thing that pushes it over the I top. I think it could. Okay. I think we should, we should, we should draft. Make your case. I think we should camera. draft an email to Sebco. Just tell him right now. Okay, dear Sebco. Because we know you're not going to write an email. It's me, Gordon. Your long lost family he's, member. He's over there. Okay. Yeah, he's there. He's in camera you're, one. You're your you're long lost family member. It's been it's been a while. We've met a few times in passing. I just want to say that I've missed you, and <laughs> I would love the opportunity to be back in the family. I have a lot of value. I can. I, I'm not a good cook, mm -hmm. but I have great opinions. Some opinions get people a little annoyed. Some opinions secretly everyone agrees with but they can't say publicly and mm. i know you agree with a lot of my opinions so this is all i got to say about that let me in your family and i will do whatever it takes to ensure that uh <laughs> i should have came more prepared for this email i'm not prepared for this email i don't, I don't know this one's going into drafts this, yeah, this, yeah, this is this was gonna be a great viral clip i don't think you're gonna get the my, boat man. man my improv skills are going way down should have had colt should up. have colt write the email yeah he's he's the creator of the group here's what you say here's your, what your pitch yeah help be. me out be my ghostwriter well, can what, you be my ghostwriter well this is my honest opinion i don't know if this will get you the vote but you say how many people are paying more attention than me now counterpoint he could bring up your your viral clip and say wait a minute how close attention could this guy actually be paying that's true. If he thinks Fred Curley's going to break Usain Bolt's world record. But I think you say, hey, how many people are getting votes? What, 200, 500? What's one more? What's one more? And I actually i am paying attention yeah. to this It'll stuff. It'll be fun. And we've talked about it a lot. You could say that. Too. No one's talked about world. No, no one has talked about it except for us. <laughs> yeah. We're literally the only ones that have reacted to this. Sure. So you're going to get a lot of coverage. Yes. By giving your vote. Uh, I don't really need a vote. Why not? I'm fine without having okay. a vote. I just, I'm, I'm curious. My original question. Maybe I can marry into the family. Yeah, that's a. Does Sebco have like a? You're, you're tempting me now. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that because I'm gonna say something here. That's a good way to get in. It's... That's what I hear. Okay, man, I really resisted saying you something. You did. You did. You did a good job. You can't do that. You can't expect me <laughs> to not say anything next time to show so much restraint. You no. Know, okay. People tune into the bonus pod. They'll, they'll, they'll learn know, about they'll marrying know into the family. Okay. Um. So yeah, we don't get a vote, but let's live in a world where we do. Okay, I was saying. Okay. No, no, not that we have a vote. We're, I just we're trying what, to predict what the family's going to well, do. Well, but here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to get bogged down and rehash the Fraser Price versus Kip Yegon thing because okay. as Colt would say, we're on reruns. Okay. Because you did you have her in the top five? I had Kip Yegon in my top five. No, did you have Fraser Price? I don't think I had, she was either fifth or sixth. Okay, because I have Kip Yegon six. So who are the locks? Sydney is a lock. Yeah, we just get let's, let's let's pick three locks. Okay, Sydney is a lock, Fraser Price is a lock, and I think Rojas, Rojas is a lock. I disagree on the Fraser Price being a lock. She's a hundred percent a lock. I'm not. I don't think we need to rehash the argument. But we, who would your three locks be? Rojas. Okay. Sydney. And Kipiagon. And Kipiagon. Okay, so we had two in common. Let's say that they take. Kip Yegon, they take Fraser Price. That leaves one spot between, I think it would come down to Sharika Jackson and Toby Amoson, which is crazy to think about. Sharika Jackson, 6-1 and one in the 200, number two time in history, two of the best four. She also got the silver in the 100. Amoson has the world record, you know, has the 12-12, then the wind aided 12-06. But remember, her record was 10-7 and seven over the entire season. Yeah, I'm very – I'm almost – because I think Sydney's going to win the whole thing overall. So I'm almost more interested in who makes the top five. Than who wins, than, yeah. Than who wins because it's tough to mount much of a – well, it's not tough to mount an argument. But Sydney, you can make a straightforward argument that she should win. 
But someone really good is going to be left out of the top five. And I think um, I, I think the people that for sure are going to be left out, Mahuchek didn't win Worlds. Garcia, with race walk, it's tough because it's almost like the marathon. It's like they're competing in two different things. And she had some losses this year too. Miller-Webo uh, didn't have enough competitions, I don't think. And then Ely, Ely I had seven. So that would be my seven, eight, nine, and ten would be those four. And then I think it's six for five spots between Kip Yegon, Amazon, Shrika, Rojas, Fraser Price, and Sydney. Is is uh Shawnee Milowebo outside of Rojas the only one who won indoor and outdoor worlds? Out of these nominees? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but Miller Weibo's total race count was really low. But isn't that kind of interesting? Like that's kind of unique. One indoor and outdoor worlds, like only one other person has done that is Rojas. So Miller Weibo on the year. Let's see. She ran one, two, three, four. Yeah, I mean they're not going to put her in the top five. Six. Yeah, she ran. She ran like six four hundred meter finals, but forty nine eleven was that didn't end up being the season's best. Yeah, Paulino got it from her at the end. I think. I think it's going to be close between Amusun Jackson. Kip Yegon. Uh, on the chat, AJT says something I noticed too. It says, Amusan is already massively winning on social media, so if the council votes aren't unanimous, there's no way she ain't getting top five. Because I was looking based on retweets, and she had, when I was checking, 5,000 retweets, and some of the other people had a couple hundred, basically. So wait, wait, okay. What's the population but of maybe, Nigeria? But maybe... Maybe I was just looking at Twitter. They're also probably looking at Facebook and Instagram, so I don't know. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. Did, you, did you know that Nigeria has 206 million people? Yeah, it's a very big country. So look at Colt throwing this up right now. I did throw, not know that. Throw this one up, Colt. We need to look at the retweet That's count massive. there. massive. 18,000 retweets on there. So click on the World Athletics uh, feed, Colt. They're told Because they did, they did every single woman. So she's at 18,000. So we can scroll down. You're going to see there's going to be an individual post for each one. And we can see the retweet count on all of them if we just keep scrolling on this page that you're on right now. And you'll be able to see. Keep going, keep going. So there's Sydney, 384 for Sydney. Ely's at 80, 69. Amusan, 18,000. <laughs> Fraser Price, let's see, 2,661. What's Kip Yegon at? 5,000. Rojas is at 774. Sharika Jackson. 1,150. I mean, we is, see is, this. is the vote a like or a retweet? I think it's a retweet. Okay, so I mean, let, it, could be, it could be both. Should but... Flowtrack make their official vote via retweeting? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't agree, so on the top five. Uh, this reminds me, though, of... Should we, let's retweet the race walker. Some of fun. the NBA All-Star game, MLB All-Star game, yeah. when they introduce the fan vote, and it gets, it gets a bit skewed. But again, this is just one form of it. There's other... They're also factoring other... Forms of social media, but it's tough. It's tough. Um, I think uh, this is what bothers me. I think Amusun's gonna get in. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. But no, it can't. That's it can't because she's world record, but yeah. she has a lot of losses. But it doesn't bother me. It's like fine. You, she ran a lot too. She ran a lot. You're gonna lose a lot. It's fine. You're also a world record holder, and you won worlds, so it's cool. What, what is you're gonna disagree with this? But what is bothering me? <laughs> Is if Amusan is in, Sharika Jackson is out, and I think Sharika Jackson should be in over Shelly and Fraser Price. I will go to my grave with that. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all, but I agree with your first point that Amusan could get in, and if she, she does get in over Sharika or Fake Yegon, then. I mean, it, Fraser Price is going to be in. Like, just accept that right now. I know. She's obviously going to be... I think the debate is more going to be between Jackson, Amusan, and Kipiagon. Because I think Rojas is in, too, because she got the world record indoors, yeah. which is farther than her outdoor jump. Again, she doesn't get as many headlines. This is just a really stacked year. I don't ever remember having a strong case for this many people. Also, it is sort of interesting. Women's marathon is, you could say, is the event of the year. And no one's represented just because it's so many, so many different women doing amazing things, and they're beating each other a lot. 
and there's no one who had the there's, undisputed yeah. clean sheet. But that reminds me, I'm guessing the men's top 10 is going to come out tomorrow, so we can talk about that on Friday. Kipchoge is on that top 10 now. For sure. So then, world record. So what we can do is we can't have the Mondo versus Kipchoge debate because we never had that because last time it was just a hypothetical about whether or not he would break the world record. So we can have the discussion that everybody has been itching to do. See, this is what we would do if we had a vote. So if we talk vote. about it even more. I'm going to come up with a better letter. Screw that segment up. So yeah, bad. that was tough. Don't clip that. In the chat, they were kind of crushing you. Yeah. Um, I recognize it. Uh, AJT says, to be honest, Gordon's take is decent. Decent. I love me a good decent. Uh, <laughs> good decent. Um, uh, but, well, they're going back and forth now. People love debating this. I mean, it's interesting. Okay, so yeah, let's. It's not. We got our, our opinions disagree. The whole Shelly and Sharika thing, Kip Yagon. But I'm willing to agree with you on what they're going to do. They're going to pick. Sydney's going to win. Yeah. And then two, three, five. Who cares what the order is? They'll show it alphabetically. Will be Rojas. It will unfortunately be Shelly and Fraser Price. Unfortunately, it will be had the best hundred meter season in history. Unfortunately, it will be. Uh, Rojas. Yeah. Wait, no. Okay, hold on. Sydney, Shellyanne, Rojas, Toby. And then I think the last person I th is going to be. I think it's going to be Kip Yegon. I think it's Kip Yegon because they'll say, like, we can't have two Jamaicans. Well, yeah, they want to spread it out. And there's no distance either. Yeah. Because if it's that top five, it would be a four meter hurdler, a hundred meter runner, a triple jumper, yeah, a high be hurdler. So four sprinters and one. You're gonna have to throw in another yeah. 200 meter runner. Um, there, I, I think yeah they'll go. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think Jackson actually would be my pick for, especially knowing that everybody's retweeting Amusan yeah. right now. They're basically. I think Jackson's on the edge. I think that she, which she's the odd woman out. But you can make an argument that she should be number two here behind Sydney. Yes, like you could make a legit argument that she had the second I mean, I best make, season. I think she's number three behind Faith. Yeah, because you like people who run twice a year. That's good. I mean, you love... Look, we're... Oh, well, again. No, we're not doing it. That's what Sydney is doing. We're not doing this. Sydney didn't run a lot. Because she did a Sydney. And if you do a Sydney, you get a pass. Well, Faith Kipiegon was 0.03 seconds away from doing a Sydney. Game of inches out there. Over a four-lap race. Come Game on. of inches. Three and three quarters. Let's get this. Should we vote for someone? I want to vote for someone. You can vote for whoever you want. From, no, from Flowtrack's account. Oh, it doesn't matter to me since you didn't get an actual vote that be that's kind of sad though that's just i didn't get a real vote so i just retweeted i'm one one thousandth of a 25 percent. we should film a clip gordon filing his official submission <laughs> for vote and then i'm just going here's to how i voted yeah oh man the media for you all right all the pressure in the world on this vote uh anything else you want to talk about with these no i mean we've again we should talked there, about ad nauseum okay should there be more awards for track yeah and what would the categories be? Would you like to see it break it down by discipline, or would you like to see it be more well, here's the problem. breakthrough of the year? Break it down you by discipline. They're going to be like, all right, the winner is the world champion. Okay, so what That's what I hate about, like, coach of the year in NCAA. Yeah. The coach of the year every year is the coach that won. It's like, whoa, really? The, yeah. The, you know, it's like, I like it when an award is not about just uh, whoever won the race or whoever won the Okay, so what would your categories be? I mean, we did the Emmy Awards. You like that? On the bonus pod. Yeah. Watch that. That was good. Become a member. Five Become bucks. a member. Get to listen to the bonus pods. Um, speaking of bonus pod, we have to do another one. I know. I'm ready for it. Okay. Grammy Awards. Grammy. <laughs> we can go deep into the awards. Tony's. Season. Tony's. Tony's would be fun. Yeah. Um, I think they should do something like Breakout Performer. Yeah. More Like subjective. Most Improved. Like Comeback, comeback Runner of the Year. Oh, I like that. A most improved. I really do. Sixth man. And I do think the there should be like a sixth man. And the way the sixth man is, it's like the person. I don't know no, where. To, no, it's where, not. Do I don't that. know where the sixth man is in individual sports. We were talking about the best supporting actor, but breakthrough comeback. I think breakthrough and comeback and comeback. Yeah, those are fun. You know, I think coach coach of the year would be cool. I think coach of the year would be. Good I think for you're our sport. right. If you did event by event, it would end up being. I'm just thinking, like, who would. I mean, men's distance athlete of the year would be Jakob. Yeah. Because he gets a silver and a gold. So, and what would women's sprinter of the year? We That would be a pretty good debate. But a lot of them would just be open and shut. Yeah. And they're not competing head to head against each other. So. Yeah, I mean, 
I think maybe doing like race of the year, like what was the most exciting race or best kick of the year? I mean, we do that. Like most exciting finish of the year. Uh, well, I do think they should have, I think what would help is if they had performance of the year and, and then gave that at the same time and tried, this is very high school track coach of me. You don't want to give two people you only have the same person two awards. How do Everyone I spread it around? Participation ribbon. Yeah, you're shot. You're looking at the guy who won most miles high school senior year. That was so, an award. Yeah, they kept track of all of our miles, and I got most miles. Were you keeping track of it? Like I'm going to win this? Was that like no, your goal? No, I just knew I was because I was at every practice during the summer and racked it up. And I also choked like a dog at state, so I wasn't going to win MVP. So I just <laughs> that was gone. But they had to give me something. And they had like you know a coach's award. But did, were you keeping track of it? Like oh, I got a good lead on everyone? No, I just knew I was at, again. I was at every practice and I was doing the max that I could do. So nobody was going to pass me in any event. If you had performance of the year and then athlete of the year, I think that would work well, especially for a year like this, because then you'd give McLaughlin performance of the year for Worlds and break world record, and then you give Fraser Price athlete of the year. I do think there needs to be a way to do performance of the year that is not connected to all-time marks. What's it? Compared to points? No, it's compared to just the moment. Right. Well, wouldn't that have been Sydney in the foreign hurdles this year? Yeah, world? but like, it's like trying to find a way to like take away like because when you do performance of the year, it's just like all right, whatever the fastest marks that were run, all right, the world records. Or what was the most in- coolest world record, right? Okay. I think you should find a way to find a, a cool performance that isn't nec- like it could be someone running a three fifty nine mile, but it was like a really dramatic moment. It was really big for this person. Yeah. Qualified yeah. and whatever. I don't know. Find some. There's a story behind. That 359 You're giving mile. an award to the first round. Yeah. Like, man, know, that was amazing. But, like, someone, like, trips and falls and still finds a way okay. to qualify into the next round. Like, stuff like that. That's more a moment of the year. But I do like something in between where it's not just what's the points table, say. I'm going to give your favorite runner some credit here. Kip Yagon, I think, would have been a candidate at Worlds. Just totally just crushing yeah. everybody. Amazing effort, wire to wire, running that. Like, taking into consideration the context of how hard it is to run a fast distance race in a championship setting. I think that would be a fun award too. But I think just singular performance this year, it still would have been McLaughlin. But then if you gave that one to her, then you can spread around. Because I do think we do need to separate between this person won Worlds, basically. They were the story at Worlds versus this person had a complete season. Yeah. Anyway, send an email. Podcast at gmail with Dude, your ideas. We got 20 more minutes out of that, and we didn't even talk about the men on Friday. It's going to be great. Minutes. We are so good at Athlete of the Year promotion. Should we tell the people what we're going to be doing in January? Or we save that? I don't even know what we're going to be doing in January. What are we doing in January? <laughs> oh, yeah, don't say that. Okay. Because that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, That's going to happen. Uh, let me check in on the chat. Tampa Eagle says Sid wins performance of the year. Fraser Price, athlete of the year. Yes, yes. Uh, Rob's writing in with his bench numbers. This is great. He did 165 four times. Like what? I, I failed again yesterday. I only did it three again. So I'm still at three. 165 times three, even though the goal was wait, four. Three, how, many, how many are in a set? Well, I was trying to get to four. And I did three. And then I said, do I really want to? Have to bail it's just out. three bets. That was it. Three reps at one sixty-five. Oh. But he says his goal should be two hundred times one. Good luck to both of us. Uh, okay. Next topic. Yeah. So we'll talk about the men on Friday. Yeah. A lot less drama on the men's side, but I am interested to see who they'll come up with for the ten. Actually, here. Let's see. Let's do that. Let's predict. Who are the ten going to be? I'm pulling up my old notes. Yeah. I, I don't Mondo, know. Dos Santos, Jakob. Yes. Lyles. Yes. Kipchoge. Kipchoge. Then I had Al Bacali. I have Kovacs and Krauser. No, you can't do both. And I have Michael Norman. I know, I'm just saying the people it's gonna I be wrote Krauser. down notes for. It's going to be Michael Norman. Okay, then that leaves two still. There's going to be uh, Grant. You think Grant will get a nomination? Yeah. All right. He won the Diamond League indoors and outdoors. Emmanuel Career. If they give it to and Jimmy Runner, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Who else? Who should be on there? Jake Whiteman. Ooh. He might be a nominee. I'm thinking Field, too. Oh, this oh Peters. Peters yeah. had a big throw. He did. Good job. 
was probably was it one of the triple jumpers dominant? Uh, Pachado. Yeah. Was he nominated? Do they have another no, nomination? No, like dominant. Uh, like, let me... Was it the same? Was there like a double triple jump winner, like indoor outdoor? Well, I hope not because before you said uh, there was only Milowebo and who was the other one? Well, I was talking on the women thing. That's all. Okay, Pachardo. Let's see Pachardo's season. Did he win indoors? I'm gonna I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. He won worlds indoors. No, okay, silver. Yeah, second. Okay, yeah, silver. And he was silver in Diamond League. Mm. That's tough. I think it's going to be... I think Anderson Peters. Let me look at his whole season. Write in right now in the comments. You're oh, the Catholic? No, I don't know. Oh, the I get Race Walker will get a spot. Open spot. So he got... He has a third, a third, a ninth. And then he got okay. second at Commonwealth. But I think that'll be enough to get him to... I mean, through 90 meters a couple times. All right, next stop. 93 meters. Through 93 meters in Doha. You ready for the next topic? Hold yeah. on. I want to see if anybody else has a better top 10. Okay. No one else wrote in. All right. Do you want to talk about a cross? Oh. No, no, no. Oh, World Champs Marathon Selection Process. This will be a really exciting segment. <laughs> I was Look at this document we got. Look I at was this. scraping. Yeah. Zoom in on that document. People love PDFs. Look at that. Yeah, keep that up there for a while. Scroll cool. around. Zoom. Look Oops. at this. Uh, zoom to the bottom. This there. is our sport right here. Zoom to the bottom. Yeah, there, where it says the following. This is the worst PDF ever. I can't number scroll one. To the bottom Gordon's going to read that in. sentence under number one because that's the key, the key marker there. Gordon, can you read that? I can't read it. So hold on. He, Colt says he can't. He can't zoom down. Like no a, zooming available. Zoom, like it's, it's a bad It says three what team positions on? per gender will be selected based on the three highest placing time performances on marks set on War Athletics approved courses during the period of December 1st, 2021 through May 30th, 2023. Okay, so re say that like I'm a three year old. Top three times. From, and it already started. From. From what date? December 2021. So you had all of 2022. So 2022, and then when's the deadline? Uh, May 30th, 2023. May 30th. So, so you have till the you basically have the spring marathon or Valencia to get in the top three. So for the women, Sisson's there, Damato's there, and I believe Sarah Hall's in that third spot. And on the men's side, uh, Rupp is in there, Mance is there, and I think it's Zach Panning. Now this is totally different than the last World Championships qualification because demand was high for that one because the World Championships were in the United States. And they announced the procedure basically by the time qualification had ended. This, they're at least giving athletes another season to do yeah. it. Like, and by season, I mean the spring marathon season. But some people are probably already locked into races. So if you really wanted to run the World Champs, you got to get to a fast race. So will Boston Marathon times count? Yes, it makes a carve out for that because it has, it says it needs to be record eligible, but it also considers Boston. So they make a note. Like and Boston CIM. Counts. CIM counts too even, yeah. CIM and Boston count, okay. CIM coming up. Who will, who will run it? Who will run what? This race. Like who from the American side is going to go to Budapest to run a marathon? Oh, I don't think it's going to be at all. It's going to end up being the fifth, seventh, and twelfth person on the descending order list. That's what you think? I'm only bringing this up because it's a Wednesday show and there wasn't a ton to talk about. I'm going to be honest. This is not going to be controversial. You know how I great it would be if it actually is the fifth, seventh, and twelfth people who say well, yes? That will be the greatest projection prediction ever. Almost as great as if it ends up being the top three, like Mance and yeah. Rupper. Okay, here's a question. I think they should. Will Mance run it? No. I think they... Will Kira D'Amato run it? No. Sarah Hall? No. Emily Sisson? No. Galen Rupp? No. Keep going. Just keep going. Molly? Molly? Seidel? No. Yeah. No. Here's what I think. I think... Listen. It's a financial decision. Yes. You run that one, that means that's one less marathon you can run to make money. But in a world where the money was equal, or even close, or if money wasn't an object, I think it would be good for the Americans to run these types of races because it's just more big race experience. And Kenya and Ethiopia, they sometimes enter their top people. Now, sometimes they bail out after 20K, especially if the weather's bad, or 10K. But you go back and you look, 
they're not as deep as a London or they're not as deep as the Olympics. They're not as coveted, but there's still some really good people there. So it's just a good chance to get some international experience, but none of the people you named, I think will run it. I will be happy to be proven wrong. One last question. What time do they need to run? Is there a standard? Oh, so 209.40 for the men, the women's what, 228 or something on there? 220. So 209.40, only three men have run that fast. But they've all run, they've done it in the window, right? Yeah. So if they don't. But okay. I'm saying we're not, Galen Rupp and Connor Mance aren't going to take this. So do you think there's a chance that USA men won't send three people because all the, People who are run sub 209.40 were like, no, nah, I'm good. Okay, so then it says, uh, should not enough athletes accept positions using the above procedure, any remaining positions will be filled based on rank order as described above. So I've, they'd assume they would go with just with the people of the, the standard. I think there's going to be a bunch of people who run under 209.40 in Boston. Okay. Don't you? Uh-huh. Unless the weather's crap. And even at CIM, I think there's going to be more people that are running okay. 209.40. I think how many people ran under two hundred nine forty last year? Let's look. Not a lot, but when you got one a- person ran under two hundred nine forty in twenty twenty one, in twenty twenty, four people did it. Yeah. In twenty nineteen, one person did it. In twenty eighteen, one person, and this one person is Galen Rupp. Yeah. So, well, twenty seventeen, one person. But this here we go. Two hundred nine forty thing. Did but 2016? Pan, no one did it. Panning ran it, right? Panning ran under 209.40. Yes, Chicago. and he'll and he'll take the spot. It's but a, like, yeah. So there's one. But do you think two more people, yeah. not named, Mance Rupp or whoever, yeah, will run sub 209.40? Yeah, I think we're gonna have a couple seasons here where. But who are who's gonna do that? Because last year only Rupp ran fast and he ran 206. 2020, he ran sub 209.40. Martin Herher, yep. Noah Drotti. Galen Rupp and Colin Betty. Colin Betty was two hundred nine thirty eight. He was just yeah. under. Yeah, I think we'll get. I think we'll get more. I think we'll get some at Boston, especially if they plan on accepting the spot. They'll try to hit that. I mark. think there could be a situation where they only get two. In. Where USA doesn't send three people on the men's side. Yeah, but Zach Panning will be our lone rep. What if they don't? Would they? Would they fill the field with? It's going to be weird. Qualifiers and then it's just points. Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to get complicated. There's going to be I'm I just have a feeling. I know you said the segment was just because of a Wednesday, but well, when we get to this, two, both things it's not going to be, be cut and dry. There's not going to be, I think there's not going to be enough eligible men for our criteria and then we're going to go on World Athletics and it's just going to get weird and all of a sudden the a random person's going to be Oh, there. I'm not saying it's not going to get weird. I'm just saying the stakes are going to be lower than they were for Eugene because Eugene yeah. the women's team especially was stacked. I mean, Seidel ended up scratching, and then D'Amato took the spot on a couple weeks' notice. That's how in demand it was, right? You had Sarah Hall, D'Amato, and Emma Bates. Those are three of the U.S.'s best five marathoners, yeah. right? They wanted to do it. On the men's side, you had Rupp out there yeah. grabbing that spot. So I just don't think there's going to be as many hands going up to run in Budapest next summer, and I'm basing that off of all the other previous world championships where there occasionally has been some people who take the spots, but a lot more people declining than accepting. All right. Segway. Let's talk about cross country. Yeah. Can you hand me that bag of M&Ms while yep. you talk about cross country? No. Oh, okay. You're just going to eat M&Ms on the podcast? Yeah. We're going to do a one shot and then mute my mic. Hold on. How do you feel when people eat food on a podcast? Is well, that like the worst thing ever? Mute, mute the mic. And then I was just going to give you, I want to give you the floor. I want to make sure I don't talk. And the easiest I'm not going to let that. you eat M&Ms on speaking of M&Ms though. These M&M's, that sounds awful. They're called Cookies and Scream. Have you ever heard of that? I don't know. If okay, go. Okay. Give me four things I don't to watch. Like, I don't like this whole like... Go? Yeah, and like just be like, I refuse to think about cross country. No, I'm deferring to your expertise. just going to talk and I'm going to like dumb it. You're like making a mockery of cross country when you're like, I'm too cool <laughs> to talk about it. Making a mockery. You are. You're I'm like, not... oh yeah, you care about Charles Hicks' eighth place finish off the <laughs> random invite nuttycomb bobsled... What? Potational. What are you talking about? I'm just saying you, you I'm belittle your expertise. No, you belittle cross country I'm on not, this podcast. I'm not. I am deferring to you. You have said off camera. Whoa, whoa, I don't, whoa! Don't say what I said off camera because then we're gonna say what you say off camera. I know. I'm just saying. I know that your true feelings about cross. No, country. No, I say it all on camera. I wish people 
race more in cross country and yeah. cared about it as much as the fans care about it. But go ahead. I'm deferring your expertise. That's all Have I'm you saying. ever in you your life You pay more attention to this Saw a non-NCAA championship cross country result and was like, oh. <laughs> Never, right? Have you? Be honest. Have you? <laughs> have you? Go. No, I have. I think. Okay. I, it comes from a place of love. Oh, we've yeah. Covered, called love. It's love. Dude, we've covered this thing pretty seriously. You've done it for more years than I have. Yes. You've been You've been paying attention for about a decade. Uh, not as much for me. But, yeah, I was all the ebbs and flows of the season. I'm all about it. Okay. But I'm saying you know more than me. I so do. I'm saying go. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, Nutty Comb <laughs> is this weekend. You just wanted me to tell you that? Friday. Uh, basically, everyone is going to Nuttycomb. No one is going to Prenets or anywhere else. It's very unique. Typically, it, it breaks down like 70 30. Mm-hmm. Like 70% of the good teams go to Nuttycomb, 30% of the good teams go to Prenets. This year, it's like 95 5. It's very different. Why? Because all the good teams that w- are just basically got their Prenets experience at the Cowboy Jamboree. Got it. So they're like, all right, whatever. Um, but you can look at the um, the start lists are up, but there are multiple athletes listed for every team. And so that makes you think, okay, let's look at some of these rosters. By and multiple, you mean more than seven. More than seven, More than right? ten. Which I hate how the coaches are able to submit like 12 guys. Hold and they... on. You're not allowed to say anything negative about cross country because when I do, I get criticized as being a hater. So please be positive. Okay. Basically, again, it's another meet. They're all the top teams are there. Top ranked teams are there, and we're gonna see NAU versus Stanford versus BYU versus a few other teams. Number one ranked BYU in Kevin's rankings. Yeah, incorrect. Uh, so there's a few things I want to take away from this. Number one is talk about team that's not there, Oklahoma State. <laughs> Oklahoma State is not there. They're hosting prenats, mm-hmm. but if you look at the prenats entries. They're, they're, racing, they're racing a B squad. Okay. Can we, so Oklahoma State, one of the best ranked teams. Hold on. Hold on. What? Can we pause for a second? You just criticized me for ripping on cross country. I gave you the opportunity to preview a meet. You talk about your first team you talk about is a team that's not there. Not only are they not there, they're at another meet where they're not running their best runners. Yeah. And I'm the one who's being unnecessarily harsh. No, I'm just this. delivering the news. I'm, Go just, ahead. I'm just a messenger. Go ahead. I'm not, we love cross country. I just to, we all love. For the record, I want that noted. Go ahead. Okay. Which is. Kind of, I mean, I, I talked to Dave Smith about this. He's, he, he told me that this was the plan. If they run around Cowboy Jamboree, he's not going to yeah. run yeah. their top guys during this meet. He's going to wait till Big 12s sure. and kind of do another like half-ass run at regionals and then go all in <laughs> at, at nationals. Um, but it is interesting because Oklahoma State left out two to potentially three of their top five slash top seven from the Cowboy Jamboree. We're not going to see those guys like ECI Rodriguez we're going we're gonna to have to wait again on him till probably Big 12s. So it makes you think, like, Oklahoma State is basically doing the ultimate holding their cards. Because we're not going to know the true Oklahoma State form, basically, until Nationals. Because you can't really take much even from Big 12s because it's a small meet. Anything can happen. Anyway, I want to get out of the way. It sucks. But basically, projecting what Oklahoma State is going to do is going to be very hard to do. We're going to have an opinions. Your opinions can either be wildly right or wildly wrong, and I'm going to have to choose a side. I don't know what side I'm choosing. I'm not sure if I should choose Oklahoma State's going to be legit or Oklahoma State's going to be good. I haven't figured it out yet. All right, Oklahoma State. Can you talk about the meat, please? Right. Yeah, over. <laughs> well, I have to talk about that. It's interesting. It's an interesting dichotomic. Dichotomy? What's it? You know the word I'm trying to say. Yeah. Dichotomy. Dichotomy. Yeah, it's interesting. All right, so. Back to, way to take a big swing there. I'm proud I of you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, back to Nutty Comb. Uh, the team that I think there's one athlete everyone wants to know whether or not they're going to run there, and that is Colin Solomon. So if you look at Northern Arizona, they're on the men's championship. Click on men's championship on the left side. Uh, Colt, uh, and just go down to Northern Arizona. Colin Solomon is in the start list. But if you notice, NAU has... Entered like twelve people. Everybody. So are all those people on the team? Yeah, they're all on the team. Or some of those people just taking like some of a running names, class. Some of those names are made up too. Yeah, exactly. It's like Riley Human. Like that's not a real person. Oh wow. He's like, we'll we'll just call him human to make it real. Yeah, it's that's like it's like autofills. Yeah. yeah. It's Riley Human. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh sorry, Riley. I, I'm sure you're a great guy. Um But uh Colin Salmon is there, hip number two nine six. <laughs> the question is, will you run? There was a report 
from Let's Run that he was he may not race this season based off of a quote from Mike Smith. My conversations with their camp. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Windhorst over here. Was that like Adam Schefter? The 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 that headline was a little more salacious than it needed to be. Not I'm not sure if that's the right word, salacious, but like there is it made it seem like he wasn't gonna run, but there's a good chance he was gonna run. Seeing his name here makes me think he's gonna run. An hour before when I was in the car driving here, I texted Salacious was you the mean, coaches. You mean sensational. Sensational. You mean, yeah. Yeah, it's sensational. That's what yeah. I meant. I texted coaches asking if he's gonna run. They haven't responded. They're probably gonna play games and be like, oh, we can't tell you, even though they know. I'm gonna make a bet. I think mm. he's running. I think they wouldn't even put the camp. Yeah, silence from the camp. I think they wouldn't have put his name on the list if he wasn't going to run. Uh, because you don't see anyone else on that list that's like a red shirt type guy. Like everyone on that list. What about, has, what about has, Riley Human? He's run. Okay. He's real and he's run. Right. I believe he's he ran at the whatchamacallit? The um their opener. Whatever you call it. Um so I think, uh, yeah, we're going to see Colin Salmon, and I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to make NAU look a lot different from what they looked like at uh, Cowboy Jamboree. But Stanford is also adding in uh, one of their top threes. So I think it was – who was the one who of their big three that didn't run at Cowboy? Kai Robinson. Kai Robinson. So Kai Robinson is on the start line. That's going to turn – you know Stanford's big one-two punch into a really good one-two-three punch. So it's going to be really nice to really see a true Stanford team versus a true NAU team to really kind of understand where these two teams um, balance each other out. So that's what I'm excited about. I think we're going to get more. I'm excited that we're going to get real data from Stanford and NAU that we didn't get from Cowboy Jamboree. And I'm not excited about that we're not getting the, the data from Oklahoma State. No data. And then ultimately, I'm excited to see. I mean, is BYU at this meet? Mm-hmm. I mean, can BYU show that Cowboy Jamboree wasn't a fluke? Number one ranked BYU. So that's me. what I want to see from them. Uh, Altogether, all I think this result will give me probably a good 70% likelihood of understanding of how who's going to win the meet, who's the true favorite. Because right now, the true favorite is a top four team. There's four teams, BYU, Stanford, Oklahoma State, and NEU. I think after this, we'll be able to narrow it down to two, which would be nice. Um, but wouldn't one of those be Oklahoma State, since we're not going to know anything about them? We'll be able to know, like, because we'll, you'll be able to know. We'll be able to know. Man, Michigan State entered a whole bunch of people in yeah. here, too. Okay, women. Uh, on, on the women's side, um, a lot of good teams, again, are here. Uh, we get to see New Mexico and New NC State go up against each other. That will be uh, kind of a rematch of the Notre Dame thing. I think here, though, it's going to be NC State just being like, it's going to be very dominating. Is Camille entered? Camille is here. She's on the start list. Um, I think we might see potential, like, holy crap moments from NC State. Like a... 30-point score or something? Yeah. This is going to be a really low score. They might break the record for the lowest score at Nuttycomb, and it'll be even more impressive because all the good teams are there. And so it's like, wow, not only did you have an impressive score, all-time great score, but you did it with New Mexico on the course with the, uh, mm -hmm. the few other good teams there. Um, Alabama is not here, so we won't get to see Mercy Chilangot go up against um, Caitlin Tui again. Mm -hmm. uh, Alabama's running a home meet instead, so that's a little bit of a bummer. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be good. Luckily, the meet goes off at the women race at twelve twenty, and the men race at one. Our podcast is at twelve thirty, so we'll be able to live. You react. can read the results like last time. This, this, this is what no. you do. This is what you're doing. You're like not doing anything. You're you did mocking, that last time. reacting to you cross did that country. with the Bill Dillinger advice. Yeah, and you, you made fun of me. You made fun of me, it. and people liked it, which just shows that you're not in line with what the people. I want. know. I'm out of touch. You're out of touch. Yeah, you're getting up there in age, man. <laughs> Uh, any of you women, I'm curious about that. That would be interesting. I think um, their top runner, um, Taryn O'Neill, she hasn't been running like like a true number one lately. She's kind of been running like a a good team's number two runner. Yeah. like she, I think she'd be like New Mexico's or NC State's or Alabama's number two runner as opposed yeah. to their number one runner. So we'll see if she can kind of get back into that good form. But yeah, that's something else. I mean, 
it's cross country. We're going to see him again. We kind of seen a lot from this data, but the ultimate great thing about this weekend, even in throwing the the pre-nap meet, it's just it really formulates who's healthy. It really formulates which freshmen are actually going to matter. You know, we had like a lot of hype. I had a lot of hype on Jenna Hutchins mm-hmm. for BYU, but this is like her last chance for Jenna Hutchins to be like whether or not she's a legitimate uh, top five scorer for BYU or she's just you know a freshman who's got, needs another year needs another year to get yeah. back to where she wants thinks she can be. You know, so I think that's what's exciting about this race is it's enough enough of the like oh we're just tempoing oh it's early in the year oh we're preserving red shirt. Someone's gonna tempo though, you know that, right? Yeah, someone's gonna tempo. No, I don't think. No, I think you don't tempo Nutty Comb. You just don't. Um, what do you mean? You know, you they didn't tempo. Help, they never tempoed Nutty Comb. They help people out too. They never tempoed Nutty Comb. I mean, just the most nutty, uh, consequential Nutty Comb in the NAU men's era. <laughs> it is. You're downplaying a big story. It's right in front of you. You're getting two losses in the weeds. This is a big meet for NAU. Because if they the men, if they get second or third, it's like... It means something. It mean, yeah, it's not true. like years past where you can just pull a Baxter off the bench and say, okay, go in there and save us. Or, oh, we got Grijalva here. Or, we got Beamish. The depth is not the same as it was. But they are going to be running from Cowboy Jemmerie. They're going to be adding Colin Salmon, I think. I know, but this is it. Theo Quacks and Brody Hastings. We're a month away from Nationals. Yeah. So this is it. All the hypotheticals... Are gone. Are gone. Yeah. They need to show up and show something in this race. So here's a question. See, before I'm trying to sell this. Before... And you're just like, the number seven runner on the okay. pre-nat team's not there. It's like, no, let's talk about what's okay. right in All front right. of us here. NAU men need a big race. So do you think, though, if NAU ch- men don't win this race, they're not winning nationals? I think they're not the favorite. I mean, okay. I, I already don't have them number one. You don't even have them number one no. at that point. Yeah, if they run all the people that and we they think they're going to run and they don't win and – we can make a legitimate claim that everybody showed their best. Yeah. I think, I mean, we have to look at margin too, but no, I, I don't think they'd be the favorite. Okay. They yeah, should be the that. favorite. And I don't, during this run, even the year they lost, I don't think we've ever been in that position. So, right? should we say that the winner of this race no, because is Oklahoma going State. to win nationals? No, because Oklahoma State's out there too. They're just chilling. <laughs> they're just still out there doing. They're just be at the bar, just hanging out. No, they're just, they're just well, trying not... to memorize the course even more. They're going to try to just <laughs> look at the course a lot and know everything about they're it. They're going to know where all the divots are. I think you're not. I don't think you're giving enough. Uh, you're not putting enough um, weight into what this race could mean. I mean, you're like acting like it's like the end of the like they're all. They're all like running off a cliff. Like this is the end of this the era. This is big. I think you think this is the end of the era. Like, do you think we're gonna look back to this race? It could on be. Friday and be like, that's when the Mike Smith era went downhill. Like when you do thirty for thirty, I, like seven years from now. Listen, be like, when did it all go downhill? Well, <laughs> Kevin was ahead of the time. He saw it two days out. He said well, this was the race. And no, we no, all... no. They're gonna be fine long term. But I'm saying for this year, I think this is gonna tell us whether or not they're in a good position, and if. Salmon isn't where we th- – you have him a top 20 guy. Yeah. And even as a top 20 guy, they're in a dogfight. I think Colin Salmon will finish top 20 in this race. Well, no, you have him top 20 in nationals, don't you? Yeah. Which okay. is – top 20 in this race is likely top 20 in nationals. My point is this. You have him as a top 20 guy. If he doesn't show himself to be a top 20 have guy – the 20th guy for the record, not top 20. Just let, me, let me back up then. All right. You have him as the 20th guy. Yes. And in that projection with him being 20th, they're in a dogfight with three other teams. Yes. If he goes out there and shows he's not a 20 guy, then they're in trouble. Yeah. Who else do they have? Well, who's on the bench? Well, their bench, I also am underperforming their bench. You know, like George Kusha. We've Kusha. seen him, though. We've seen him. We know what Nico can do. Like, there's no. I think I'm undervaluing, I'm undervaluing Brody Hasty. I'm undervaluing. I think I have a bunch of their guys in the 40s to 50s, which I think could finish in the 30s to 40s, which is. Combine a bunch of 10 points here and there, boom, 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 you're first. I think as someone who both wants an athlete of the year vote and to be – and you want a cross-country vote, I'm assuming. Yeah, I wish you, I had a cross-country Yeah, you, you can't get um, – I want a lot of votes. I think this is where you're, you're too far in the forest, see the trees situation here. Like you're too much in the minutiae. I'm looking at it as just big picture. Hey, let's look at the resumes of these. What have these teams done this year? If I didn't know anything about their past – I'd probably say NAU's not the favorite, just based on what I've seen this year. 
And you're getting lulled into the oh, not, nothing matters until we get to nationals, and that's fine. No, which no, no, no. is correct. Ninety. No, I'm just saying when you don't run a guy who's going to finish top twenty. It means something. Twentieth, but this could be that that five percent of the time. This could be when a regular season meet actually matters. Yeah, this could actually signal something to us, and we we've been burned a lot before. Yes, not burned because they usually run this meet really well. But there's been times when teams have run really well at this meet and then fallen apart at nationals. That's how. Oh yeah, a lot. All the time. But not but, win it. But NU has all this pedigree, so you're going to default back to. They're going to figure out a way to get it done. They're going to become champions again. That that's just what they do. But I think if you look at what's happened so far this season, this meet needs to reveal something about this team. We'll find out. Does Mike Smith still listen to the pod? I know you listen to the pod. Back I don't know. In the day. I mean, I was trying to do that for him. They're probably going to listen to the segment that, that, that for was, sure. That was I'm, for I'm sure the entire team is going to play this. Yeah, yeah. On the morning driving to the course. Yeah, you weren't giving him anything, so I had to give him something. You're like, Oklahoma State 6 guy will be taking a calculus exam and not running the meet. It's like, come on, man. This is sports. I just think I think, uh, I think, the, I, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to win. So NAU? Yeah. The meet? Yeah. National title? Yeah. All right. I mean, if I'm wrong, whatever. We're going to be reacting live on Friday to that. You'll see Gordon's updated... I mean, I just think you, you. What's your biggest gripe of, about me right now about this whole thing? I don't big, know, it's not about you. Okay, it's not about you or my opinion or like. It's what not I'm even. Doing. It's it's. It, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what we're arguing over. We're not arguing anything really. Okay. My my. It's not about you. It's about the sport. We get conditioned to think that nothing matters. Okay. Because oftentimes it doesn't. Correct. Because people yeah. don't take every meet seriously. seriously. Yes. And because some teams are Everything's so a good. Scrimmage. They figure it out. Exactly. It's all preseason. But there's occasional times. When it does. When it does. I And I said 98% of the time or 95% of the time it doesn't. But this is the 2% This time. could be one of this those This is the times. 2% race. Yes. Does that I'm does on your, sense? Yes. yes. We're in agreement. Yeah. I agree with you. So, And the most consequential part of it, because I think on the women's side, we kind of know how it's going to go. And yeah. it's going to be one of those 95% races. It's about NAU. Yeah. And it's about them proving whether or not they have a championship team. I'm just trying to throw as much stuff out there for I like as it. I no. can. We'll end this segment with uh, hit number 506 on the women's side. Mm-hmm. India Jones. Great name. Jones or Johnson? Jones. Oh, okay. It's India Johnson. No, but India Jones, do you think they're a big Harrison Ford fan? Mm. I get where you're going. They're naming their, they name their child India Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we cool. don't got much time left. Let's do guess my PR and internet we have, coach. We have so much. We can do whatever. No, we Colts got to go. Oh, Colts got to go. I have no idea how this show ended up being almost an hour. And well, that's the goal. It's supposed to be an hour. I it's know. A podcast. This is Wednesday. When your second story though is World Champs Marathon selection process right. announced, and we do like ten minutes on Zach Panning. Yeah, you don't expect no Zach Panning is He's a D two legend. If Lincoln was here, he would defend Zach Panning. Man, honor. All right, guess on PR. Ready? Don't look at the rundown. Oh. Don't look at the rundown. There's numbers on oh, there. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, and shout out to Riley Human. Had his, uh, thing up there. I mean, I, like I knew he was real. Yeah, his name's Human. He looks. He, he that's looks, how you'd envision Riley Human looking. I think he's like more a midday guy. Okay, I did. I had actually heard of Riley. Jared, Jared writes in. Ready? Jared. Okay. I'm gonna give you some facts about Jared. He's 40 years old. Training. Four, 40. 40. Okay. <laughs> I heard four. That would that would be kind of cool. He's he's training for the Masters Indoor National Championships in March. After 15 years off, doesn't say how much time, like what he did during those 15, 15 years. So he, he 25 to 40. He was like, didn't do anything. I don't know if he. I know what that. I ran was, a little I was bit. Like that too. Okay, but there's off. I took 10 years off. There's so. off, and then there's off. Yeah, I don't yeah. know which one it was. Okay. So he wants us or you to guess his modern PB, so what he runs right now, and also his high school PB from way back in the day. Okay. So, and that is for the hundred and the long jump. Here's his recent workout from blocks. Ready? I'm going to give you some distances that you're probably not familiar with. 30 meters, 4.26. 60 meters, 7.66. 90 meters, 10.98. Another 90 meters, 11.5. He did another 60, but there's no time listed. He also did a 120, no time was listed. And a 30, where he ran 4.41. So he did 30s in 426 and 441. He did a 60 and 766. He did 90s and 1098 and 11.5. 
This is ridiculous what you're asking me to figure out. This is the segment. It's called <laughs> Guess My PR. So yeah, what does he like, run? What does he run right now? In a hundred meter dash? Hundred right now, yeah. Just give me a time. His ninety was ten ninety eight and eleven five in this workout. Uh he runs twelve two. Nailed it. Twelve point two zero. Did you look at the sheet? No. Okay. What was Do you his- know what I did? I went on Excel, I took ten ninety eight, I divided it by nine, and then I multiplied it by ten. That right. equals twelve point two. It's 1.22 times, yeah. What was his time in high school in the 100? So he ran 12-2 as a 40-year-old? Yep. So what do you run as an 18-year-old? Yeah. Or maybe 17. I don't know. Maybe he peaked early, 16. Uh, he probably ran... Eleven flat. Ten no, ten ten ninety-eight. <sighs> Gordon. Ten nine zero. Oh, you're doing pretty good. All right, he hasn't long jumped recently because he says he doesn't trust his knees. But what was his long jump PR in high school? So he's a ten ninety guy. Ten ninety. What did he? What long did jump? he long jump in? In meters. I only know meters. Well, he's put he put both meters and feet. Okay. So, I mean, ten nine is pretty quick. He's got some speed. Okay. Um. So, I'll say seven point one. Six point five five okay, or twenty twenty one six. Yeah, seven. That'd be that'd be a, a monster jump. All right. He also wants some advice. I'll be honest. I don't know long jump though. So here's the internet coach segment. Okay, let's let's advise him. So he's been training for eighteen months after fifteen years of mostly inactivity. Eighteen months. So he's got good base face. He's got a good base face. Well, that's why he's running. I mean, twelve two when you're forty is. So wait, he started like, training at age thirty eight and a half, and it's like. Right. He's going. He's going to almost do two years of training before he does his first competition. Well, maybe he did other competitions, but he's down to twelve two. But okay. his goal is he wants to run under seven three at the sixty meter indoor championships, and he wants to long jump nineteen feet. He says, "I'm back to health after physical therapy on a sprain MCL this spring. Want to run under eleven five in the hundred this summer." So he wants to go from twelve two down to eleven five, and then his sixty seven point three in that workout he ran. At least one in seven point six six, and he wants a long jump nineteen feet. I mean, he's definitely going to run faster than seven three. He's more of a. I I mean, I think he'll run seven two. All right. What about the hundred time? Under eleven five. Can he get that? Yeah. I like how many people write in with masters. Like we're gonna have good representation. What's he asking for again? What's we, like he's asking for a train? Like, yeah, yeah. Like what, it, what, what you should work on? Internet coach. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the fact that you're doing 30s out of blocks, you and some, 60s and 90s yeah. out of blocks. I mean, I would say the most important thing is practice. You're just like starting and like going through the emotions of like listening to the gun, the timer, and all that Isn't stuff. Isn't that the advice we gave to somebody already? But like for this, more importantly, because I'm sure most of these times he's it's probably not he's probably like there's, he's not checking false starts. And shit. There's a device he used, like a wearable thing that yeah, it's not exact, it's not like fully automatic timing, yeah. but there's a wearable that he was using. Um, no, I mean like you know, continue to do. Uh, he sprained his MCL. That worries me. How did you sprain your MCL? Did he do it doing a track workout, or did you decide to play some pickup hoops or something like that? Yeah, I mean. Stay in the weight room. Just do a lot of leg presses. Weight room? Yeah. Are you, are you in the weight room? That's yeah. A good one. Leg presses. I so I can tell them what I'm doing. So my jumping training, I went from doing the box jumps. I don't know if anybody two, asked about that. The but. box jump. Well, it's it's explosive activity. That's true. He's trying to be explosive this way. I, I was trying to be explosive this way. I think he's more for right. those listening. I'm okay. going. I'm moving my hand up. forward or up. <laughs> it's the same type of explosion. We're just going in different directions. Gotcha. Okay. So my direction is going up. So. I was doing box jumps. Obviously, I hurt yourself. Gashed my my shin twice in like a two month period. So I retired from box jumps, and I've been doing leg presses and calf raises. Yeah, and work on your core, man. Core, That's the most important thing. Okay, no one thinks about it, but like the stronger your core is, the lighter you are, the the easier it, 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 you're. Like your oblique muscles. I mean, I'm. I'm pretending like I know what I'm talking about, yeah, but I don't. Well, that's the point of the segment. Yeah. That's where we so, get to pretend that we But, going. like, the muscles in your, like, here are connected to your legs. Like, yeah. having really good, like, hip flexors, like, that's, like, all. Yeah. At the end of the day, everything's really connected, but, like, really focusing on your core will make your hip flexibility be able to move better. 
Another... I've noticed it. So I uh, again. I love how this is about you now. This is great. It's <laughs> no, great segment. I'm, I'm, well, it's, I'm, I'm internet coaching him. Uh, so when I started doing like sit-ups regularly for like a year, right? I'm able now, like, I couldn't do this before. But like, I used to like, you know, like you sit on your knees, right? And then you sit down, like, mm -hmm. like you're this, and you go down like that, right? Okay. That used to be painful because like, for some reason, my leg didn't like mm -hmm. that position. But now it's not painful because my hips are a lot more flexible. Okay. And I think my hips are more flexible because my core Because you did sit-ups? Is better. Well, I think that jumping and stuff too. Jumping. But stuff, like yeah. it's just like, you know, the flexibility is like something you don't realize that you lose when you don't train as often. Yeah. And when I started training again for, I mean, these guys have been doing it for two years. You just, that's, it, it changes a lot. Flexibility is key when you're 40. Like you should, it, I mean, we talked about worrying about the start, but at the end of the day, stretch, man. Work on flexibility. Mm. Flexibility, flexibility, flexibility. Be very limber. Wrap yourself in KT tape. That's my advice. That too. Just a ton of KT tape. Like a little, like enough where it draws a little bit of like eyes from yeah. the other competition. What's this guy's doing? And then they're like, what's going on? I, I didn't know I was supposed to wear KT tape. Yeah. And like you get a little mental edge. Put KT tape where no one's like around your neck. Like just put it in a weird spot. And then take a, a white Sharpie. Yeah. And write like inspirational quotes on it. Yeah. On um, no one's done that before. And like your goals. Hopefully that's or not... like say like you're doing it for like someone who's like like dying or something like that. Well, so like or people will feel bad if they beat you because you're doing it for like a kid in the hospital. He's this the other guy's just doing it because he's bored. He's like, well, I should probably bored. let this guy win because the kid in the hospital, mm -hmm. this is his make a wish for the forty year old to win the masters sixty meter dash. I was gonna say put just your time, your goal time on there. Sub eleven five. Like write that on the tape. I don't. I've never won the tape. I don't know if it or works. Or have like, like, KT tape is fake. KT tape is fake. Maybe write that on it. KT tape is fake. That's kind of weird. That'd be kind of ironic. Yeah, that'd be strange. Pivot. Lots of KT tape. Put it in a spot where everyone's like, "Why do you have KT tape there? Like on your forehead? Like that'll be funny." Listen, if he Go ran, for a bit. he ran ten nine in high school. Like in that's the quick. in the early two thousands. That was fast. That's a fast. Like, I mean, it's fast now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, oversaturated with like. Greatness, though. Yeah, yeah, but 10-9, I bet, could have placed really high or won state meets yeah. in, a, in a lot of states during that time. So, Like Nebraska, probably? Just What state do you think 10-9 You know what he should do? Would win. He needs to Alaska? channel. You know, he needs to channel. I don't know what his musical tastes are, but he needs to channel his high school mentality. And the ultimate high school band just released a new album. Blink-182. From his era. So I don't know if he's a Blink-182 fan, so just... Get get his mindset right. You know, one eighty two, right? You know, one point eight two mm. for every ten meters times six. Do you know what that equals? What if he runs one eighty one point eight two meter one point eight two seconds per ten meter pace? Yeah, it's a ten. That's a ten. That's a ten eight two. It's a ten ninety two. Oh, no wait. It's a. Wait 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 no hold on hold on. I think we took it too far. Yeah, took it too far. I meant ten twenty eight. Yeah, not the same. Times six. That's seven. Keep okay. us posted. Take away that. Uh, don't just listen to the new album. That's great. Is it coming out yet? I don't think it's even out yet. We're gonna, are we going to go to the concert? We're actually we're not, but it's fun to talk about right now, and it's a cool bit of nostalgia. I'm probably yeah. going to listen to them Blink after 22. this. We're going to turn it on in here as we uh, post the pod. Uh, thanks for writing in. The email address is uh, flowcheckpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Jared. Other people. Right in. Guess my PR, internet coach. You don't have to be trying to compete at the Masters no. Championships. We've set a pretty high bar, but that is not required. Um, checking in one more time in the chat. Camp Eagle says, great pod to break up cross-country and marathon. Find a way to put a little track and field to keep doing it. Yeah, we did that nice 20-minute open. Yes. We would love to put more track stuff in. We're in the off-season. But we need more topics. So yeah. send, us, send us topics. Like we did – PRs that don't match up. We did yeah. Emmy awards on the bonus pod. We'll do athlete of the year, but yeah, I was thinking and it, it gets too missed track. We missed track. Yeah, I, I like all of it. I like all of it, but you want to keep it in some sort of balance and it'd be fun to rotate through some track stuff. Just when nothing is happening in track, it gets tough to Trayvon Rommel has been doing a lot of cryptic tweets. So we do you want to do a decoding cryptic tweets? Yeah, we'll do that maybe on Friday. Segment. segment? That could be a new segment. Just like what did this what does this actually mean? I used to on my other pod, I used to do a segment called uh we'd answer hypothetical or rhetorical Twitter questions. Because back in that era of Twitter, people would post a lot of like questions on Twitter, so we would answer them. So we could try to decode cryptic tweets. I mean 
Are we looking at this Trayvon Jamal's Twitter account? I mean, there's one that says work. That's not very cryptic. No, I mean, he has, he has, he has like a picture of just two feet emojis. There's no glory in practice, but without practice, there is no glory. He does a lot of emoji stuff. Um, this is the most recent tweet on October 11th. It's just a picture of two foot emojis. Rays are out, and now the Mets are out. Well, if we try again next year. Not very cryptic. He's just watching baseball. But like, He's just watching baseball, Gordon. He's a Mets-Rays fan? That's a, like a unique combination. I don't know. Yeah. I guess Tampa, he lives with the Mets. Why yeah, yeah. Mets I, I get the Tampa thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, it, he's in, I don't know he's into baseball. He, Off-season for everybody, right? You're just maybe getting into some new interests. Um, all right. Leave it there. Thanks to Colt for producing. Again, on Friday's show, we'll talk about male athlete of the year, assuming they release those 10 nominees before then, which I think that they're going to. Not on the email list, though, for obvious reasons, as we talked about earlier. And then we'll talk about uh, Nuttycomb as it happens and respond to any emails, any questions you guys got. Thank you to Colt. Thank you to Gordon. Talk to you guys on Friday. Like and subscribe.